Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. Hello, hope you're okay. Thanks for downloading today's podcast on Wednesday, December 20th. Our top story today, the East Kent Hospitals Trust has been told it must take immediate action to make improvements following an inspection. The Care Quality Commission found failings with medical care and children and young people services at both the William Harvey Hospital in Ashford and the QEQM in Margate. Overall, the trust was rated as requires improvement. Neil Cox is from the CQC. First things first, we found that frontline staff were doing their very best to provide really good care to people in difficult circumstances. But those staff spoke to us about there being a bit of a disconnect between the board and frontline staff and issues around patient flow through the hospital with a struggle. So specifically, um, we found that leaders understood the priorities and issues that the trust had, but they didn't always take the action needed to resolve them. And a lot of the staff we spoke to told us there was often this disconnect between what was going on the front line and the board itself. And in terms of the emergency departments that we looked at, at both the, the William Harvey and the Queen Elizabeth Queen Mother, we found that there was a lack of ownership of the pressures faced by, by those uh, emergency departments themselves. And my understanding is that some of the ratings have gone from good to requires improvement. Is that correct? That's correct, yes. And could you talk to me a little bit about those and, and why and the reasons for that? So for the William Harvey hospital in in uh, medical care we found that the overall rating stayed the same it was a requires improvement but two of the key questions in caring and well-led had gone down to requires improvement so actually they'd stayed the same overall um, in children and young persons services for um william for the william harvey as well it, overall the, the rating had stayed the same it requires improvement and for the Queen Elizabeth Queen Mother, there was um, a, a, a decrease in the overall rating for older persons care to requires improvement, and for but children and young persons had actually improved to good. And there were a number of issues around each of those services that had led us to that rating. Obviously, you'll have to do the reinspection to find out what's what. But have they um, sort of? Have I suppose have they? agreed with your findings or have they um, said that they're going to um, put some extra measures in place have they you know what have they said about it well the, the as, as i mentioned earlier actually the, the trust are aware of the challenges that they're facing and the improvements they need to make and they've been engaging with us to make sure that those improvements are, are, are being made and that's what we will go back out and check when we re either reassess or reinspect the services to make sure that's happened they say they won't hesitate to take further action to ensure the trust is providing quality care. A spokesperson for the trust says they welcome the report and they're working hard to improve services. It comes as we're being warned to expect disruption to health services in Kent and Medway as junior doctors go out on strike. The 72-hour walkout started at 7am this morning and lasts until December 23rd as members of the BMA continue their fight for better pay and working conditions. Emergency care will still be provided for those who need it, but all other services will be impacted. NHS bosses say the timing couldn't be worse, with hospitals already dealing with winter pressures in the run-up to Christmas. Similar walkouts are planned for January. Kent Online reports. A delivery driver who hid more than £700,000 worth of illegally earned cash in the side panelling of his van has been sent to prison. 49-year-old Simona Smoyes tried to leave 
leave the UK via the Channel Tunnel in Folkestone in June when he was stopped. He's been jailed for three years. Investigations are underway after a shop worker was racially abused outside Aldi in Sittingbourne. It happened last Monday at the entrance to the supermarkets in East Street. The suspect is alleged to have threatened a man in his 40s. Police say there were plenty of people in the area at the time and are appealing for witnesses to come forward. Now, this is one of our most read stories today. A woman from Charing is facing prison after being found guilty of causing the death of another woman while using her phone behind the wheel. Alex has been taking a look at the details for Kent Online. A court heard Emma Farrelly was distracted when she pulled out of Charing High Street and into the side of a car travelling along the A20. Joyce Wright was a passenger in the Ford Focus that was hit. She suffered serious injuries and died in hospital two weeks later. An investigation found Farrelly had been trying to make a phone call to her dad at the time of the fatal crash. She was also on her way to pick up one of her children from school in Egerton after they fell ill with Covid. The 36-year-old from Woodbrook has no previous convictions and has been released on bail to be sentenced at a later date. She could face up to two years behind bars and has been given a driving ban in the meantime. Thanks, Alex. Elsewhere today, footage has emerged of a man punching a teenager in the face on a southeastern train service. They were between Ashford International and Borough Green on Saturday night when an argument broke out. Transport police are investigating. Teenagers wearing scary clown masks have been disturbing villagers in East Kent. Residents say they were spotted loitering at the end of driveways, silently peering at them in ash near Sandwich on Monday night. It's alleged the clowns have also been banging on doors late at night and waking people up. Part of a road has collapsed in Maidstone after a large sinkhole opened up. The area at the junction between Gatland Lane and Farley Lane has been fenced off while repairs are carried out. South East Waters say they're working to deal with the issue, but there are concerns it will disrupt Christmas travel. Maidstone Borough Council Labour representative Margaret Rose has been speaking to Sophia from our colleagues at KMTV. This is what sinkholes do. Um, as I am told, uh, the, the, it's in, difficult to give a warning. What's happened is the underlying uh, ground is sand and the water gets into the sand. Um, I believe there are actually in this area um, mine shafts for when um, years ago they would dig up for Fuller's Earth and uh, that is, that is what, what is happening possibly um, with the sand and things like that. The water gets into it and this is why the it's just happened first thing this morning um, and this makes it very difficult half the road is closed but i think probably um, the junction will have to be closed until the whole thing is repaired um, this will make it very difficult for the residents um, we did have a very big sinkhole at the top of the road which took quite a long time to mend and i think what the residents will be saying is um, OK, we've got our water, thank goodness for that. But how long will it take to mend this sinkhole? And I'm sure South East Water will do all they possibly can. It's a very difficult time of year, really, when you've got Christmas and the New Year coming up. But um, uh, I was speaking to some of the guys that were doing the digging, and one thing they were saying was they got to be very careful not to hit the electric cables. Obviously, we don't want to be out of power over Christmas, but thankfully the residents do have water, and hopefully they will get on as fast as they can um, 
I've been told that if anything further you need to know, uh, people, residents or whoever wants to know something, can contact South East Water uh, and find out what they will be able to do about the whole situation. And are you concerned that this might disrupt sort of residents' Christmas plans if this isn't sorted sort of quite quickly? Well, yes, of course, this will um, disrupt, but there are other roads that you can use, but of course it's very difficult, uh, especially when you're new to the area. Uh, possibly your sat-nav will tell you to go one way, and then you get here and you think, well, where am I going to go? So um, it's very difficult for people, and of course there are, it is the top of the estate, and it comes in um, to the whole of the Fant estate. So, um, it's just a question really if residents are expecting visitors just to make sure the visitors will know that very probably this I, I, I don't know and South East Water hasn't said anything to me but I can't imagine this happening this being fixed uh, you know tomorrow you know because uh, they've got to make sure what they're doing first before they do anything but it is very difficult we've had a in this area um, it must be sort of uh, geology speaking sand underneath and there have been sinkholes in this area we can just hope to god that it doesn't happen under somebody's house kent online news the housing secretary has threatened to intervene in medway's housing proposals if the authority doesn't give a firm building plan michael gove called the council out as one of seven labeled as the worst in terms of plan making he's given medway council 12 weeks to provide his department with a timetable and threatened further central government intervention if they didn't leader vince maple says they'll have a response by christmas a health centre in Folkestone has been forced to close for at least two days following a fire. Firefighters were called to the blaze at Hawkinge Health Centre in Canterbury Road yesterday. No injuries have been reported, but it will not reopen until later this week due to extensive smoke damage. People in Folkestone and Dover have been warned of unemptied bins as refuse workers threaten strike action. Members of the GMB union are locked in a dispute over wages. The original plan was to walk out for two weeks, but union leaders now say they're prepared to stay out until the row is resolved. Pregnant women in Kent are being encouraged to come forward for a whooping cough jab amid a sharp rise in cases. More than 700 people are suspected to have been infected across England and Wales between July and November, triple the number of cases reported during the same period last year. Earlier I spoke to Ellen Schwarz, who's Deputy Leader of Public Health at Kent County Council. Whooping cough is a, a highly contagious bacterial infection that uh, affects the lungs. And it's particularly dangerous for young babies where the lungs are still underdeveloped and it can cause quite serious illness and in rare cases also death. Why is it so important for pregnant women to get the vaccine? So basically what we're trying to do is pregnant women who are vaccinated for whooping cough will transmit the, the antibodies to the baby and that will protect them. So we don't actually have to vaccinate the, the baby for it, but it will you know, basically passed on from the mother to the baby and protects them in those very vulnerable first months. That is why we're asking pregnant women to take up the vaccine. And I know we've seen some figures that have shown a rise in cases recently. Are you concerned by that? It is concerning, yes, because it's an absolutely preventable um, illness. 
and it is serious. And um, since the invention of this whooping cough vaccine, we have reduced the cases and deaths through whooping cough absolutely significantly. That was in the 50s. The vaccines are now much, much better and have much less side effects. But we do see a decrease in uptake of the vaccine. That's partly due to um, the pandemic and changes in people's perceptions. So it's really, really important now that we're out of the pandemic to kind of remind ourselves how important this is to encourage each other and let any pregnant woman know that the, the vaccine is out there you're eligible for it. Please take it to, to protect your baby. Can you explain a little bit more about that? Why the pandemic has changed people's perceptions and why maybe not as many pregnant women are getting this whooping cough vaccine now? So I think actually in um, Kent and Medway, we're actually not doing too badly. It's about two thirds of women who have um, taken the vaccine. Um, the particular concern is in London where the uptake levels of uptake are lower, but because we are so close geographically, we are concerned. And the reasons are manifold. I think people are a little bit tired about you know vaccinations because they have been so at the forefront of what people have been have have heard during the pandemic. There are also some misconceptions spreading that we know of that is very anecdotal, but we do know that there are some kind of rumors spreading is really really important for me and really again lucy thanks for inviting me for this is to make clear that people understand this is effective the number of deaths that were prevented when the whooping cough vaccine was introduced in the 50s are absolutely significant it's dropped it does protect a young boy from gravesend who was placed on life support after catching a cold has made it home in time for christmas five-year-old carter gates suffers from an extremely rare genetic condition and was rushed to a london hospital earlier this month he's now able to breathe on his own and has been discharged as he continues to recover with his family a secondary school in Dover has been rated as requires improvement for the fourth time in a row after inspectors found too many pupils were skipping class. Ofsted visited Astor Secondary School and found despite the best efforts of teachers, poor attendance is impacting on learning. It's also contributing to poor GCSE results. The reopening of the Brook Theatre in Chatham has been delayed until 2026. The venue is temporarily closed for refurbishment. Once complete, the Grade 2 listed building will include new staging, lighting and sound equipment. Kent Online reports. We're being warned to get our train travel arrangements in place ahead of the busy Christmas period. Network bosses say there'll be plenty of services in and out of Kent in the lead up to the big day, but there'll be track work this weekend for people heading into London. Paul Prentice is from Southeastern. The thing to remember is that from Saturday the 23rd of December to Monday the 1st of January there will be disruption for people who would normally go into London Victoria. So if you're going into Victoria your train will be diverted into Blackfriars, Charing Cross um, or Cannon Street for example. Um, so what we're asking our customers to do is to please check before they travel go on to the website at southeasternrailway.co.uk or check the Southeastern or National Rail apps um, and your journey will look different. So if you are 
going into um, into London um, on on the weekend, Saturday the twenty third um, and Sunday the twenty fourth, Christmas Eve. Do please check before you travel. Uh, the reason for this is that Network Rail uh, undertaking a large piece of engineering work just outside um, Victoria um, on uh, Saturday and Sunday. That work continues until Monday, the 1st of January. They're actually replacing um, some uh, uh, switches and crossings, which is the movable section of track that guide trains from one track to another. Um, this is basically to ensure that the railway will be um, reliable uh, for everyone traveling in the future. And um, I know, for example, in Kent, I think Dartford is Kent's busiest train station. I don't know if you do you know anything about sort of the specifics of some of Kent's train stations or maybe what stations could be busier at, at this time of year, if, if you know. Uh, so lots of our trains um, do get busier. Lots of our stations do get busier at this time of year. Um, for example, here in Canterbury, where I'm speaking, it's very busy at the moment um, with the high street full of shoppers and so on, people doing their last minute Christmas shopping. Um, so uh, while Dartford can be busy, lots of other stations, Ashford's another one that can get busy. But um, if people do check before they travel, um, check their train times. And it's, they're saying that this year, in terms of travel, is actually the busiest year since before COVID. So does it kind of make you concerned? I know you said that the services are running as usual. Does it make you concerned at all of, I guess, what to expect and kind of how to control that busier, busier period that we've not seen in quite a few years? Well, it's encouraging definitely that people are coming back to use the railway and they're traveling around Kent, into Kent, um, into London um, and uh, you know, spending money and doing all the things that people like to do at this time of year. Um, so, yes, I think it's true that, that the railway is certainly getting busier um, and that that's why we're making um, a few changes to our timetable. Uh, we have made some changes to our timetable um, this December. For example, on the uh, route, the high-speed route between London, St Pancras and Faversham, the one that goes through the Medway towns, um, we've um, actually increased the frequency of trains on that route uh, because we know that more people are travelling, particularly in what we call the off-peak times, um, particularly for leisure travel, um, because we know the demand is there and we know that people want to travel by train. So I think I think you're right. People are travelling by train more and... Um, people are getting out and about more than they were. Businesses on Sheppey have welcomed plans for a new petrol station and 37 units employment hub on the island. The development has been proposed in Lower Road next to the Thistle Roundabout in Minster. While it's attracted some criticism, most people agree it will be an asset to the local community. A huge fashion retailer has shut down one of their branches in Maidstone without warning. The Zara store in Fremlin Walk has closed after its last day of trading on Monday. Despite strong sales figures reported by the brand, it's not yet known why the store closed or if it'll relocate. A new retirement village near Sevenoaks is set to be named after the historic building which once stood on the site. Cornmill Place is the name chosen for the new development of 37 apartments at Dunton Green. It reflects the old Longford Mill which was there from 1859 until 1987. And a village's new community hub has been shortlisted for a national award. The former rail ticket office and booking hall at Hollingbourne Station has hosted pop-up cinemas, local history displays, a Christmas fair and a carol concert. It's been shortlisted in the National Community Rail Awards 2024 under the category of Most Enhanced Railway Spaces. 
Kent Online Sports. A bit of football news now and Gillingham's under-18s are through to the next round of the FA Youth Cup. A penalty in injury time last night secured their 2-1 win over Oxford. They'll meet Sunderland in the fourth round. That's all from us today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, X, Instagram, TikTok and Threads. You can also get details on the top stories direct to your email each morning via the briefing. To sign up, just head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.